Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ask You podcast, As You Make Your Way. I'm your host, Sienna, and today I'm joined by the wonderful Maya. Maya, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, guys. I'm Maya. I am a current student at St. Mike's and a residence Dawn at U of T. Um, I've served as a student leader in various positions at the college and uh, at the university in general. Amazing. Maya, do you also want to introduce like your year in your program? Just because- Oh, yes, that would be important, too. So, yes, um, I am a fourth year student majoring in history with focus in law and history, and I'm double minoring in linguistics and book and media studies. Amazing. So for this episode, I'm really excited to have Maya with me. One, because we are close friends, but also we have worked together on so many different student groups slash committees and we wanted to spend a little bit of time today talking about the interview and application process for school related activities such as if you're applying to a mentorship program or a club or um, orientation or something like that so maybe a little less Rotman focus and a little more you know Maya's been a mentorship coordinator I've been orientation coordinator and just giving you that kind of perspective of what are we looking for when we interview students? What are we looking for when we read students' applications? And then additionally, I think we've both served on several other committees that work with staff members and thinking, you know, at this level where we're hiring for the Kelly Library, for example, what are those people thinking when they're hiring for a job that is, you know, a real salary of like 60,000 plus dollars? We've also served in this kind of capacity. So just to bring some of that knowledge to you. So maybe we can start talking a little bit about the application. Um, Maya, when you're reading an application, what are the key things that you're looking for? Um, So when I'm reading an application, I really want to see that you've done your research on the program. So um, when we're looking at applications for new coordinators for the mentorship program, what really stuck out to me is students who had gone through our social media, seeing the events that we had offered, seeing the interactions between um, like our followers and our account um, and seeing how they could either increase that or improve that um, or build off of the activities that we already had. Um, They didn't just like kind of make up things in their head and not look at anything, right? So it was really important to see that they had done their research for some of these positions. Um, And then also looking for like passion and excitement about the program. Um, I know that leadership stuff is really important when you're trying to build your resume, but please don't make it obvious uh, that you're just doing it for resume building. Make sure that you want to be a part of that experience because you're going to enjoy that position so much more if that's something that you want to do for yourself and not just because you want to do it for um, like part of your resume, if that makes sense. Tacking on to Maya's point, I remember being interviewed by Maya for mentorship And one of the questions that mentorship at St. Mike's asks is, why do you want to be a part of this program? And they say the word specifically. So, and Maya will even state when she's asking you this question, like, there are other mentorship programs at U of T, why you want to be a part of this one. And this idea of doing your research on the program and being able to bring in um, the knowledge that you know what the values of this group are or the goals of this group are. And then also bring in your personal self into it through the application or through your interview, et cetera, is really showing something unique to you, something that's not just in generic that you can say to anyone, but you're really tailoring your answer to the person who is receiving that message from you. Mm-hmm. 
Another thing about the application process um, in terms of things that are written and handed into a committee, it's really important to read the instructions and answer the question that's being asked of you. I know it sounds super obvious, but I have on more than one occasion read a question and been like, this person either didn't know how to answer it and they just skirted around it and that leaves me unimpressed or they've gone on a large talkative tangent um, in their writing and they've really lost the point of what the question is. So what I wanna say is make sure that you are doing what is asked of you and being concise when you're doing that. Additionally, um, one time when I was on a search committee for the Kelly Library, um, one of the small things that they asked her to provide references. And I didn't realize until I was in that room with other librarians being like, oh, this person didn't put the references, even though we specifically asked for it. And that was something that they were like, oh, that kind of strikes me as like they, they weren't, they're not really following direction. And I just want to emphasize how important it is to give what, what someone's asking you for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's really, really important to, to be following directions and being concise is so important. Like if you find yourself repeating a point just to reach that word limit, please take it out. Like, um, you know, like when I read over applications, I want to see that like every part of that application or every part of that question is being answered, but not being repeated. Because once it starts being repeated, I can see that like you've either run out of ideas or you're just trying to fill that word count. Um, and like, I'd much rather have you like spend your time on like doing other things or trying to figure out like a new way to answer that question. Um, so yeah, just make sure you read the instructions and like word count can be important, but don't feel like you always have to go to the max or more. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, like I, I love reading long applications if they have a lot of information or a lot of ideas that they want to offer. Um, but if it's something that's repetitive, I would much rather have it be a short application. Mm -hmm. I think finding that balance between keeping it short and concise and showing who you are is really important. Mm -hmm. I know that if I read an application and it's too short and you're not demonstrating to me your skill or your personality, I do feel a bit that your application is lacking and I'm not sure who you are. And if I don't mm -hmm. know who you are, it's very difficult for me to think to myself, oh, I want to interview this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like use, use I statements, like use like action I statements about your impact in the community or like how you can like benefit this program and what it can bring, like what benefits you can bring to the program and what benefits this program can bring for yourself. Um, those are both really important because again, showing that personality, showing like your experience and how that can tie into like how it can be beneficial in both ways is, is awesome to see. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think the last thing I want to say from my end about applications is sometimes an application can be quite short in terms of the number of questions they ask you or the word limit of what you're allowed to provide. And I really want to encourage you that when an application is so short, be strategically thinking about how can you in that short amount of space express yourself to the maximum. And what I mean by that is, you know, for example, these are, these applications just closed, but the U of T student leadership awards, I was on that committee last year. And something that I look for when I'm reading those applications is, do I understand who this student is? What 
they have done as a student leader and what is their impact. And some students I noticed did not really utilize the personal statement to the maximum, like showing me who are you and what is your, what is your, your characteristics? Because whether it's for an award or if it's for a job interview, something that people as human beings look for is, do they think that you are someone who is agreeable to work with? Do they think that you are someone that they want on a team? right? And so it's so important to show who you are in your application and use every space available to make that happen while not, again, rambling on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really important to keep in mind. Um, Maya, for interviews, do you have any like opening thoughts about what to do? Um, okay, one, please dress nicely. That's something that like I notice and that I will write down um, about a person is like whether they showed up in sweats or whether they like, you know, looked presentable, looked nice for these interviews. I know that like some of these positions are like student leadership positions, but they are really important too to like be contributing to the community. And by like showing that you're dressed for it um, makes me know that like you cared enough and un- like you cared enough about these positions that you wanted to put extra effort into um, presenting yourself that day. So that's like one overall thing. I know that interviews can also be like really daunting. I've definitely tanked a few interviews, um, but it all comes with practice. Um, So like when you go in, know that like you'll have other opportunities to interview and that like these are good opportunities to practice interviewing for like real life jobs. Um, And it's okay to like take time in your interviews to think about a question. Like it's better to take a moment, say, say like, hi, like, thank you so much for that question. Can I get a moment to think about this? Or let me take a moment to, to think about this question and then come up with a structure in your head. So you're not rambling on and on and on and not really answering that question. So it's good to take time, take a breath, um, think about the question, think about how you want to answer the question. Um, there's a really great method called the star method that you can use if you're answering situational questions, um, or scenario-based questions that, um, can all kind of structure your answer in uh, a good a good way, um, but yeah, definitely like think about your answer before you say it. Um, it'll help again make make that answer concise um, and make it very specific and and how you can make it unique to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a really excellent point. Another thing that I will do to prepare for an interview is one. I think about questions I've been asked in the past, sometimes they ask you for a time where you blank or why do you want to blank? Who are you blank? And then I write down for myself a couple things that are important that I want to make sure I get across in that interview. And so that pre-work of me thinking, what are the main points about me that I want to make sure the interviewer knows? And what are some brainstorm thoughts to answer questions that I might get And I have that with me. And I did that, you know, pre-studying or whatever. So that when I go into the interview, it does help with that planning out of my answer that I already had some ideas floating around in my head. Additionally, usually there's time at the end of an interview where they ask you, um, do you have any questions for for me, the interviewer? And what's kind of nice is that Actually, if you think of a really good question to ask your interviewer, even that can impress your interviewer into saying, hey, this person prepared um, and 
asked a question specific about our group or our group or our company or whatever, or it shows that um, you actually have a real interest in understanding what the role is and what you can do to benefit and fill it, um, which is also awesome. And then one last thing is I've heard before, um, it's been recommended to me that a question you can ask at the end of your interview is, is there any concerns that you've had about an answer I've given? And the positive is that if they do say that there's a concern, you can immediately in that interview, go ahead and clarify for them so that they no longer have that doubt about you, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Definitely ask those questions at the end of the interview. I think that's so important. Again, showing that you took time to do your homework, um, to research kind of maybe the panel. Like if you know someone who's on the panel, you can ask them like, hey, Sienna, I know that you uh, served as OC at St. Mike's, what was your experience like with that? And how do you define success in that position? Um, mm -hmm. Or how do you define like a successful um, experience or something like that? Making sure that you're, it's good if you ask questions to a specific interviewer too, because again, that shows that you did research on like on the position, on the role. Um, mm -hmm. And like that can also make the interviewers think, wow, they really want to make sure that they are being um, as impactful as possible in these roles. And they want to, they want to know the characteristics of what we define as success, which I think is like such a great thing. I know that some of the like people that I've interviewed have asked like what I defined as like uh, a positive, like what I defined as like a strong leader in these roles. And like, I kind of gave them out like a list of things that I defined or like that I thought was like really strong in a candidate. Um, and they were able to kind of answer, like we had a bit of a conversation on like how they could benefit from that or like what skills they had that would like suit that position. Mm -hmm. That's a really awesome point. Um, another thing that I want to say kind of about the general application process for a student leadership type role is that every year it's going to be different because every year there's a new pool of students applying for that job, etc. And so don't feel too comfortable going into the application process. Make sure that with every word that you're writing on your application, every minute you spend preparing for your interview, that you're preparing as if it's going to be really competitive because you will never regret being prepared to interview for a job, but you will regret not putting your best foot forward if, for example, um, it is, you know, particularly competitive that year. Even if you hear things from other people, oh, it's not that hard. I would just say, like, never, never just feel like it's, it's guaranteed because there's truly nothing that's guaranteed in life. And it doesn't matter who you know um, or who you've talked to before. Always think about how can you put your best foot forward for that application process. For sure. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, don't ever think that your position is safe just because you're possibly like wanting to return to your position. Again, you have that new application pool. You have students that may also really want that position and might have better qualifications than you. So you need to make sure that you stick out um, even if like you have limited leadership experience, like let people know that you're willing to learn mm -hmm. and you're willing to, you know, take that training and really think about it. 
um, because like part of the thing that I look for in interviews is someone that's willing to grow and willing to like work on a team and improve themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Not someone who's like already is established and like can handle everything by themselves. That's a really great benefit, but I also want to make sure that people have the opportunity to grow. And if I already see that they aren't willing to grow or not willing to like mm-hmm. um, work in a team, then that's like a red flag for me, um, yes. especially for these leadership positions that require a lot of collaboration. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's such an amazing point, Maya. Another one that I had is kind of building off that idea. If you don't have that much leadership experience yet, what's super important is that you highlight for your interviewer or whoever is reading your application, how that experience helped you grow and showing what are the skills that you got from it. And just like really demonstrating that even if you don't have, um, you know, the highest level of leadership experience prior that you had some experience and you took as much of it as you could. You have that learning, um, that learning growing mindset and that you're ready to, to rise to this occasion. Does that make sense? Yeah. makes a lot of sense. And you can also like, does not have to be leadership experience specifically. Like if you have experience, I don't know, working with like volunteer service or, you know, Mm -hmm. like situations with friends or in your personal life that you also demonstrate leadership experience. It does not have to be an official title. Mm-hmm. You can, you, you learn so much through life and it's so important to like, you can emphasize those experiences. If you don't have specific leadership experience within a specific role, you can talk about your life experience and how that helped you grow as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Mai, is there anything else that you want to share kind of about your experience with interviewing, being an interviewee, applying, etc. Um, from an interview stand, like being an interviewer standpoint, like I know everyone is nervous. Like I get nervous interviewing people that happens, um, but go like as an interviewee, go in and have like for leadership positions, go in and have fun, go in and be passionate and show your personality. And I know that can be hard in some formal interviews, mm-hmm. um, but make sure you're like showing a bit of your personality and make sure you're not putting too much pressure on yourself. Cause at the end of the day, so many of these positions are for you to grow um, mm-hmm. and like to have fun in these positions. So mm-hmm. go in and like, just don't put like, put that pressure on yourself, but don't put so much pressure on yourself that you are stressing mm-hmm. out and the stress bleeds during your interview. Um, so like take a deep breath and relax and like interviewers, like they, our intention is not to scare you um or like intimidate you like we just want to get to know you um and so just make sure that like that personality comes through and you can smile in your interview like I always like people that smile and that sounds super cheesy but like have fun smile like talk about your experiences and just kind of like try and relax as much as you can um and I, I promise you it gets it gets easier with every interview that you do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely um my do you have any other advice that you want to give to students, whether it's related to your program or related to your experience as a student leader? Hmm. Um, if you aren't involved right now, get involved. Um, I know it can be hard to like take that first step, um, but start with something small, um, you know, orientation, I don't know when orientation applications for leaders and marshals come out, but um, those will be like next semester, but definitely keep an eye out for those. It's such a great way to get involved, get to know new people. Um, you can definitely find like more communities there. Um, but like have fun and like 
there are so many opportunities on campus for leadership um, experience and leadership positions. Um, definitely take advantage of them um, and just have fun. Honestly, I've had a lot of fun doing all of these positions and um, I think that it's a great experience to have in university and super valuable and super unique. Mm-hmm. What about Thank you, Sienna? Me, um, other advice. There is so much. Oh, I'm really put on the spot here. Um, Limited time. Um, I think my advice today um, is that I really hope for every student to know that they're not alone, that there is for sure something out there at U of T in Toronto for you, there's a community there for you, whether it's in a club, a course union, a library, a work study position, sometimes what it takes is you to just keep holding on one step at a time and you never know when among all your wandering through sometimes confused times, sometimes dark times, sometimes happy times, that you're going to end up in a place where you can hopefully look around and be like, wow, I think I really am where I'm meant to be. And Mm -hmm. I'm so fortunate that that is my experience coming to U of T. I did not know, did not know what to expect about university at all. Um, And grade 12 for me was really a very difficult time. Um, And you know, I came here and I would say being involved, my community and my friends through my college and through U of T are the people that really showed me that like there is still tomorrow and there's still like so many things that I'm allowed to hope for and dream for and go after. And so, Mm -hmm. um, just to say, yeah, I know it's really hard sometimes, but there, there is something for you out there. Mm-hmm, for sure. And one last point that came across as you were saying that is like, if you're interested in a specific position, talk to the current person in that position. They will give you so much advice and um, they can give you a lot of like experience and um, knowledge about that position and why they enjoyed it. So um, just sharing that like additional insight is can be really important and really beneficial. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Thank you so much, Maya, for joining me on the podcast to talk about this. It's something that I'm really passionate about because we've been, I know, like we talked about interviews just recently together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like really want to to give students this kind of information where they can you know, think about what is the best way to curate their application to give them the best chance. Mm -hmm. And so all of that to say is thank you to everyone who has been listening. Thank you to Maya for joining me and good luck to anyone who's applying to jobs right now. I know a lot of our Rotman friends are looking for job positions after graduation and anyone who's applying to various things that are coming up. I know that Mm -hmm. orientation coordinator hiring is starting for all colleges pretty soon in December, January. So good luck to everyone who is applying to anything today, tomorrow, next month, or six months from now. You guys are going to do great. Uh, Dawn applications are also coming out uh, end of December, beginning of January. Oh my God, Um, so fast. I know everything is creeping up real quick. Um, Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, you guys are going to do great. Just uh, make sure you follow those instructions and like have fun. Like these positions are for you to have fun and learn that experience. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just go for it. Go for it. It doesn't hurt to try, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you so thank- much for having me on here. Thank you so much for making time, Maya. Of course. <laughs> All righty. Bye, everyone. Have a wonderful rest of your day or evening or whatever time of day it is for you as you're listening to this.